Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All things in the name of love. With your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music performed and written by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Episode 51, Diving Deep into Your Deeper Purpose with Marsh Angle. Today I have with me the amazing, inspiring, superpower woman, Marsh Angle. Her bio doesn't really do her justice, but I just had to start out with that. But (laughs) I'm going to introduce you through her bio and then we're going to keep going. Women and men from across the United States, Europe, and Canada have sought out Marsh Engel to help them make spectacular leaps in their career and business while inspiring transformation in their personal lives. Why? Because of her remarkable ability for identifying purpose-driven abilities, undervalued strength, and overlooked undervalued strengths and overlooked creative capacities. An acclaimed multi-published and award-winning entrepreneur. Marsh is passionate about providing you with the guidance, resources, and inspiration to zero in on your greatest value and find ways to bring it to life as fast, energetically, and as enthusiastically as possible. Her pioneering work in the field of women's success, creativity, and leadership bridges both the internal and external aspects of female power and contribution. She is the author of The Sacred Agreement, As a creator of the Amazing Women Legacy multi-book series, Marsh brings together a collective of entrepreneurs, mentors, and change makers in a series of books designed to elevate the lives and the successes of women. She has shared the stage with best-selling authors, including Don Miguel Ruiz and Marianne Williamson, international fashion designer Michelle Bobot, acclaimed journalists Maria Shriver and Rolanda Watts, and stars from television and film. Again, amazing bio. It doesn't fully encapsulate you. <laughs> because you, know, you, you think that's the, the um, most challenging aspect of writing a bio yeah. is finding words that match mm-hmm. what it is your heart really wishes to express. Well, what I felt since the first day we connected was this synergistic energy between us. And I felt like I was meeting an old friend that I haven't seen in this lifetime. And, and that joy that I have of reconnecting with you, however that happened, you know, from lifetime to lifetime, is just so infectious. And I'm so, one of the things you didn't write is that you have this amazing woman movement I did not put that in that bio, did I? No, you didn't. I have a few different bios and I, yeah, I did not include that in that. That's that's a a big oversight because the Amazing Woman Nation is something that is, well, not only is it necessary right now, it's 
so powerful bringing us together. Link, I like to say linking arms and lifting and inspiring and motivating and encouraging. And mm-hmm. I think I also say stretching us mm-hmm. to be more of the truth of who we are. And uh, that's what Amazing Woman Nation is really about. And we give form to it. And, and primarily as entrepreneurs, trailblazing, I like to say trailblazing, pioneering, mm. way showing, you know, founders of, of companies and founders of insight. And, you know, like yourself, we're podcasters, we are uh, television hosts, we are just a myriad of different ways that our voices are expressed in the world. And now is the time for that. So Amazing Woman yeah. Nation is just brimming with those opportunities and with women that are doing that. So I like to say maybe we're stretching ourselves and are stretching our voices. Well, and I feel in this time of consciousness, especially with what we're going through right now, that it's a call to go within and find that deeper purpose. And it's evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, you know, for myself, I don't know how you're feeling, but I have a feeling you're feeling the same as so many is that our purpose as we had defined it is no longer fitting anymore. Mm. And this has been a catalyst. I like to call them catalysts for action, but a catalyst to stretch and expand in new ways and bring our voices to the world in different ways. I just did a workshop last Saturday and I was talking about it's really time to pause and see what the world needs from us. Mm-hmm. And then how does our skill set, how do our capacities provide that answer and that, those solutions? So the way we've defined ourselves or the way we've created a brand around our message or around our voices, around our work, may no longer be as relevant as it was three or four weeks ago. Right. And that, that's something I'm definitely feeling because, you know, up until five years ago, I was an historian. and And two years ago, I was called to do the podcast. And what I'm seeing, at least with my podcast, is like, if this isn't a high vibrating conversation, I can't post it. I can't produce it because the resonance takes me out. And it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that that I was being called to be this, this, this place to find these really high energy, uplifting conversations and nothing else can do. I mean, I have a screening process that I didn't have last week. Oh, it's because, amazing. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. And it was like, wait a minute, what's this about? And it's like, okay, if you're going to go, if, if, are you willing to talk about your spiritual growth? Are you willing to go into deep questions? Are you willing to normalize spirituality? If you're not, then there are lots of other podcasts for you. So I have a feeling you've been doing that type of podcast for a lot of years now, a lot of broadcasts. But maybe now you're more discerning to staying true to that value of that. I am. It's and, it's and amazing, it was just right. It, was, it, it, it feels like our purpose has become more of an urgency. It's stepping into what we've what we've come here to share, what we've come here to speak, what we've come here to teach, how we've wished to express in the world, how we wish to innovate or move things in a, a new direction. That's become more of an urgency now, I believe, for us. We were kind yeah. of ramping up for that for some period of time, many, mm-hmm. many years, likely. And we were on the front line ready to say, you know, the gate's been lifted, let's go. Right. And that's what I think so many of us are feeling. So what does that look like for all of us is yeah. every day, you know, I have a, on the 16th of uh, April, I have a, cla- a master class that I'm doing on 
supercharging your purpose. And I wrote the description of it. I think I wrote the description of it maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. I've edited, you'll love this. I've edited <laughs> and changed the title of it. And literally today, I think I'm changing it again. Whoa. Because in order to keep up with where we are and what we really wish to speak about, it takes that, uh, that flexibility of going with the flow and, and you know, walking my talk of saying, you know, give, give people what it is that they know they need right now, mm-hmm. rather than what I've already had created that may be not in alignment any longer and right. to let it go and, and open up to a new idea for it. Uh, still doing the program, but it just keeps changing and shifting and evolving and expanding and I love that. I love. That. Oh, I'm fascinated. I've I've been called, and this is like so makes sense, and yet it's still like, what you really want me to do this? I'm going to be giving baking classes on doing gluten free, sugar free, dairy free baking goods. I love it because, well, if you think about what you're about, though, is what you said earlier in the uh, in the interview. You said you know uh, holding the space for that higher vibration. Yeah, our food is such a big piece of being able to align with a higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Well, or we could say it the opposite, our food's a big piece of bringing us down. Yeah. I mean, I, over the past year, I think it was, yeah, it's about been a year. My body just started saying, stop eating this, stop eating this. And the last thing was uh, fish last August and my tongue, the consciousness of my tongue was like, you're done. Like, what are you talking about? Fish too? And I've been plant-based ever since. And it's not something I consciously chose, but it's something my body was like, no, you have to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and having finally embraced it in January, <laughs> I was fighting the whole time. But when I went, finally went, okay, I'm good with this. My health has improved. My stamina has improved. My compassion is greater my my vow of peace is coming in more deeply because i'm feeling the effects of what it's like to not harm another as i go creating that inner environment for your consciousness to stretch and expand Mm -hmm. it's great that's so empowering to hear thank you takes a lot of it does take trailblazers to show us the way for that and then it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of, I'll say willpower because, you know, it's, you, you yeah. are readjusting what you're putting in your mouth. Yeah. It's a lot of effort. It does take, it does take a lot. And there's sometimes that there needs to be a motivation. I went through a healing process about a year ago because I had some surgery and I had big motivation mm-hmm. to go plant-based, big motivation to go plant-based because I wanted to have a really strong spine. I wanted to be able to be incredibly healthy which now we see, I'm so happy I did because my immune system is at a amped up, you know, yeah. very powerful. But the motivation to do that was the spine surgery. It was, right. about, you know, getting strong and healthy again. The mm-hmm. minute that, that I started getting strong and healthy, I started seeing my willpower wobble a bit. And it was yeah. like, you know, I've got to be aware of what, what were the other benefits mm-hmm. that came along the way. And I agree with you, my intuition on a plant-based diet is through the roof. And, you know, just the, I jump out of bed in the morning with all this enthusiasm and energy and my mindset, my clarity of, of uh, focus, my, you know, the, my memory, there's everything, everything improves with plant-based diet. 
but it does. I will tell you that it's, I'm not a hundred percent right now on that. I'm, you know, I wobble and maybe today's call will inspire me to uh, look at that a little deeper again, but I can tell you, I know the benefits. I'm very aware of the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not always honoring in, of them. And I, I, and I get off the track a bit. For me, it's, it's variety. Like I can be plant-based, but I need recipes. I need inspiration. And fortunately, I've actually been, I've been shown some recipes, which are amazing. Like I'm just like, I'm just going to pull these things out and make this. And I have no idea what I'm making, but I'm being shown it, which is really fascinating because I get bored with like, I don't want the same thing all the time. So I'm grabbing recipes here and there. I challenge myself with things that I, I made lentil meatballs last week and it actually took two days to like get all the ingredients prepped because I didn't want to spend two hours in the kitchen at the same time. <laughs> That's so I think it's great though, especially where we are today in having maybe a little more time. I don't know if we yeah. do or not. I'm kind of at it working and focused very, very much into the mm-hmm. creating at this time. And I don't feel like I have a lot of free time. Like, you know, a lot of people talk about what you right. do with your free time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not finding that free time. But if there is free time, I think dedicating it to creating recipes and a cook, you should be, you know, maybe writing a cookbook along I'm, the way. I, I'm, I'm writing the recipes down, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And so, great. and it's not just a, it's not like a, a meal or a baking or essential oils. It's like all three. Mm-hmm. So it's a multifaceted because I make my own face cream and face oils and and skin creams because I want to know what I'm putting on my body. And it's not hard. It's just a different mindset. And you have a talent for it and an interest yeah. for it. Yeah. You know? So there is a, a, a oh, really, it's fun. A great. Yeah, it, it's fun. Some, there's a gift in that. Right. Know? That yeah, I, I would have. No, I mean, my grandmother taught me when I was four. So I've been baking since oh, the, the biggest joy I had this fall was taking her gingerbread cookies and substituting the molasses for yakon syrup, the flour for gluten-free flour, almond milk for the, for the buttermilk, and mm, uh, swerve for the brown sugar. And it tasted like 90% close to what she had. Isn't that and great? I was like, I can do it! Because it was such like that my mind had this perception. And that's, that's another thing. Like when we talk about limiting beliefs, it's like something you think you can't do. Like I did not think I could make my grandma's cookies. It was just, no, it's not going to happen. And I was like, no, I miss them. What's the worst that will happen if I try it and it sucks? I won't have cookies. And having that permission for myself was so liberating because after that, everything got easier. Yeah, and it makes me wonder how many ideas have we bypassed or overlooked that just giving it a try, mm-hmm. just saying, like you said, what do I have to lose? Right. What do I have to lose? Absolutely nothing. I, you know, writing a book, what do I have to lose? It's my book, you know, it's my <laughs> idea. If I love the idea, that's really all that right. really. Right. right. And then uh, just, I think, putting ourselves out there. And I know that I... I read somewhere or I know somewhere that your next step is speaking on stage. It's like, what do you have to lose to speak on stage to, you know, share your insights, share your, 
you're with really nothing as long as right. you're true to what what wants to be said through you. Yeah, there's somebody I guarantee you, and mm-hmm. maybe most of the time, many somebodies that can benefit in a big way. Right. I think now is the time. If there's anything we're looking to do right now, if there's anything, now's the time to do that stretching. Mm-hmm. Now's the time to say I'm going to put myself out there. Now's the time I'm going to try those ideas out that I put over on the side or mm-hmm. uh, neglected did not feel were important. And now I'm seeing a new, new level of importance in them. Mm-hmm. I think that we're so equipped, you know, we're just incredibly yeah. equipped with talents and abilities and capacities. And so many times we get caught in a very, you know, tunnel vision or a very narrow, narrow path. And I believe now's the time for us to uh, give those ideas a try and mm-hmm. tap into some untapped capacities yeah. in ways that can really serve and create big solutions. And at the end of the day, most of all, bring us great joy because we feel mm-hmm. that level of connectedness. And I think that's what happens when we're really in that alignment. Uh, we do find yeah. great, great joy in sharing what we have to share. I used to say, you know, I get on an elevator with somebody. I'm like, whoever gets on the elevator with me, good luck. Cause I was like, <laughs> Preaching it wherever I was, street corners. I used to say, you know, give me a, a soapbox. I got a lot of love to share here until I found a way to put it into organized coaching programs or organized talks that I did or organized mm-hmm. interviews that I did or the amazing, it ended up being Amazing Women Nation that's been for almost 25 years now. But amazing. it's like, what, you know, what can I do with this joy? What can I do with this passion? And many times we let the overthinking of what can I do with it to stop us mm-hmm. from actually taking that first step forward. And I say, now's the time to let's not overthink it anymore. Let's just start wherever we are and yeah. let's go for it. You're needed in the world. Fact is you're needed. You know, your mm-hmm. voice is needed. Your wisdom is needed. Your insights needed. Your passions are needed. Your love is needed. Your, you know, every bit of what you have to share is being looked for right now by someone I often say by a lot more people than we can ever imagine are looking for exactly what we have to share. Mm -hmm. So what can we do to lift ourselves into that space where we're really willing to go for it? Right. Really willing to trust ourselves and go for it. One of the practices I've been doing since we've had the quarantine is I've been meditating like for half hour or more a couple times a day because that's what my soul is calling me to. And the gift from that, aside from the meditation, is that I'm being shown any chatter isn't me. It's the distraction that keeps me from that deep love and peace that I truly am. And so I've had this morning, I had, I felt a low vibrating energy because that's that's my gift is I can feel things. So I was laying in bed, I felt this low energy. And then I've, because I've acknowledged it, I felt it dissipate because I've developed that kind of awareness. That doesn't feel like me. That's so much of the teachings up until, you know, I would say very recently has been to deny or push aside what we would consider a low vibration, a fear, a doubt, Mm -hmm. uh, a lack of trust, a self-judgment of some kind. And that we've been pushed, you know, don't, don't give it too much energy. You've heard that. Don't give that too much energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think it's to acknowledge, mm-hmm. I've got it. I hear you not buying into it anymore, but I got right. that you're wishing to be expressed and I'm going to honor that. And then mm-hmm. let's go. 
and somehow giving it that giving it attention, which is giving it energy, giving it love, mm-hmm. acceptance somehow allows that then to dissolve. And yeah, it doesn't have to stay around. But if we don't, if we do the opposite and push it away, all we really do is put it underground. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to come back up again. So the more we can create a relationship, I'm with you. You know, let's let's create a loving relationship with that shadow aspect, and then let's say, hey, I'm I'm good with that. No longer buying into it, but I, I'm good with you saying that. <laughs> Thank you so much for making me think I'm less than what I am. I'm, yeah, exactly. Because you know, I feel like it's an for old, me, outdated thought. I think that just came back up. You know, right? Like, and and for, I feel like it's almost like I'm trying. It's trying to protect me. Like it's an old mind thing that's like, oh, she's expanding. We got to protect her. And I'm so grateful for that because it brings awareness to me that this is a space where I'm going to be growing into. And you know, the truth is it takes a lot of light to push that up to the surface for it to Mm -hmm. even be recognized. So there's a lot of light that's underneath it, that's pushing it up. A lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of energy, a lot of vibration, a lot of love that's pushing it up to the surface to be yeah. accepted really I, mm-hmm. I i from my perspective that's what i see it as and we've all got it there's no one that doesn't yeah. experience that it's like people say to me you know what do you do before you speak on stage and i'm like okay here's my here's what's going on in my head you have nothing to say no one wants to hear anything you you're talking about everything you have has already been said i mean it's like a as fast as it can come out it's saying all of that and i'm like wow that's a lot. And I'm glad I'm getting that out before I step on stage because that is not going out with me when I step on stage. But that's, you know, people are like, I bet you're never, are you kidding? I'm, yes, I go through the same thing. We all do. We all have that. I don't mean, maybe there's some people that are, have grown beyond that, but it's not me. I, I'll tell you the truth. I still, I still bump up against it unless I'm so, you know, like my schedule's so full that I can't give myself any downtime, any pause, mm. but you know, it's still there. It's just yeah. lurking, waiting for that opening <laughs> to come out and say, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it's not about getting over no. the negative chatter. Mm-mm. It's about saying the negative chatter is going to be there and I'm going to jump in and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, the negative chatter is always going to be there. I'm always, I'm a, a master at talking myself out of things and <laughs> a master at overthinking and a master. I mean, I've mastered that. So now the job is to say, okay, got it. Got it. Let's go. Let's go do this. Mine is, I am an expert at distraction. I, attraction and apparently addiction is because I found out, so I've been so healthy that I've cut out most of the things I like to eat when I was younger. And so I found this one thing, Simple Mills Almond Crackers. I go through five boxes a week. <laughs> like, okay, I understand. I mean, I'm just- Comfort food is now healthy comfort food. And, and it is, and it's like, and that's great. And do I really need five boxes a week? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I know. It's, uh, you know, I, it really comes down to being mindful. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, just pausing and really being mindful. Is this action going to get me where I want to go? Right. Or is and, this a distraction? Yeah, exactly. And distractions are great. It's like, you know, <sighs> my clients, will, you know, they'll call and say, what now? What was your schedule like? Did you get your writing, any writing done? This, you know, I had so much laundry to do. I had so <laughs> much dishes to do. I had so many. It's like, you know, I, I, like those dishes were just calling to me that that other thing that I, I thought I wanted to do. And I'm like, you know, 
I, I think we need to look at our investments of time. Let's be mindful, you know, for a minute. But I think we all have to do that because mm-hmm. there is an you know a part of ourselves, like you mentioned earlier, there's a part of ourselves that does wish to talk us out of mm-hmm. or convince us that we're not quite ready. And sometimes it comes very subliminal, like oh. distractions are push us in a direction that's not on the high list of, of what we wish to accomplish. So it really mm-hmm. is about keeping your eye on the ball and then moving through any kind of chatter that's uh, not supportive of moving you forward. And then just, just boldly, just having that courage to just go for it. And now I'm just going to say it again, because it's so very true is now's the time to do that. Yeah. Now is the time because you're very, very needed in the world. Your voice is needed. Your mm-hmm. insights are needed. Your a power to innovate is needed your solutions are needed. If there's 500 people, you know, doing something similar to you, I guarantee you, you're still needed. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. You're still needed. It means there's thousands that are needed in that way in the Mm -hmm. world. So, you know, don't let nothing talk you out of it. Let nothing, nothing talk you out of moving forward in a big, bold way. Mm. Feels good to say that even. It feels so good to hear it because it's such a needed message right now. It's so needed because there's so many, there's so much fear. I'm not feeling fear, which is amazing, but I'm aware of fear as a consciousness happening right now in our world. And for me, it's a choice. I choose to open myself up to the peace and love and joy that I am. It's a conscious choice. It's a daily, sometimes it's a minute by minute choice. And that's who I am. I'm that's not so fear. good because it's it, what I hear you saying is that you refuse to be defined by any circumstance. Your definition is one of peace. Mm-hmm. And no matter what the circumstance, and we can use that in a lot of different different scenarios, we're sitting in probably one of the most dramatic, I I think that any of us have experienced definitely for, I believe probably all of us. No, I don't Mm -hmm. know that anyone has experienced this level on the, on a global scale, on a global Mm -hmm. scale of -hmm. this magnitude. And it just takes more muscle to stay in that mindset or be mindful of when we get pulled into fear and we can get pulled in very quickly. But if we do not allow ourselves to be identified by a circumstance, no matter what it is we're moving through, we can uh, prevent it from stealing our joy, our creativity, prevent it from stealing our happiness, our mm-hmm. you know, peace, our state of mind, no matter what. Yeah. And it does take, that's, that takes muscle. It takes some spiritual muscle mm-hmm. to stay present with um, moving through it and not being identified by it, not letting that circumstance steal our passion, you know? I had, um, I had a post last week on Facebook from something, and I, I said that I'm not feeling the fear. And a bunch of cranky guys just started piling on to try to give me fear. And I finally, like, I let it go on for the weekend because they were just getting nastier and nastier. And I was like, okay, clearly you don't understand that I took a vow of peace four and a half years ago. And I recognize that any fear is an illusion within my head. And I've actively worked to try to identify all of those fears and limiting beliefs and traumas that I have within me that keep me from who I am. So I'm sending you all so much love and blessings of peace, love and prosperity. And you don't need to contact me anymore because I didn't engage with them. 
they didn't know what to do. I think what is our saving grace is to have a spiritual practice that's so strong and so grounded mm-hmm. that we, I get up at six o'clock and join a, a spiritual teacher that's online that's leading a group. Oh, and every beautiful. morning at 6 a.m., my body is set for the time to wake me up and I mm-hmm. tune in to him. And I'm telling you that through all of this, it's made all the difference because I start with a very strong groundedness Mm -hmm. and then I'm less likely to get thrown throughout the day, no matter Mm -hmm. how busy, you know, we just did that big, the amazing woman one day summit. We did live. It was a one day summit. It was a five hour program and it, you know, it had almost 20 contributors and I thought, and I'd never, here's the, here's the kicker. I'd never done a live stream. This was oh, my wow. first live stream. Wow. So I was walking into this, you know, awareness that I was not equipped with the experience of doing a live stream. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could have started with an hour live stream or a half hour live stream. No, I started with a five hour <laughs> live stream. So my spiritual practice going through this experience that we're, we're all encountering right now, which is, can be incredibly filled with fear and very heavy going through that and then going through the, thy own professional fears of, am I, is this, do I'm going to know about it? Is my team going to be the right one? Is it going to, you know, are we going to be able to, and my, my saving grace, I know was a spiritual practice, mm-hmm. spiritual practice every single morning throughout. So I started my day very, very grounded, very present, very connected. If I felt that connection, wobbling through the day or waning throughout the day, I'd stop and I'd meditate again. I'd bring myself back into my breath. I'd, I'd, uh, you know, just pause for a moment and remind myself that, uh, you know, I am making choices here along the way. And right now I'm choosing to be very present and very, feel very equipped and qualified. So mm-hmm. let me just, and what, what is it that I need right now? That's another great question that I often ask myself is what is it that I need right now? And sometimes I do need an additional team member. Sometimes I do need to just, I can't take a walk like I used to take a walk so much, mm-hmm. but I can pause and breathe. I can get my body moving just by getting up and moving around. I can mm-hmm. anything to stay grounded. So I'm out of my head where all that worry exists mm-hmm. and drop down into my heart and drop, drop down into my body mm-hmm. where I know that I'm connected. So I really believe that no matter what we're going through, if we refuse to identify by the circumstance and we create a spiritual practice for ourselves, we really can thrive through this experience rather yeah. than go into something that is more destructive. Mm-hmm. I love, I've done a lot of interviews since this experience came to us, you know, in the last month, I've done a lot of interviews and I, I've been, I find myself wanting to talk more and more and more about creativity mm. because if there's anything stillness does for us or being in and, and less occupied outside, it is to amplify our creativity. Mm-hmm. So like your creativity showed up through baking and creating recipes. And hopefully I'm waiting for that uh, cookbook to come out, <laughs> but it's hopefully a book. But our creativity, when we're in this kind of stillness, and I found that initially when I mentioned earlier, I had spine surgery, which is a major, major, major undertaking. Yeah. And what, what makes it so major is everything stopped. I could not speak on stage. I could not lead my groups in person. I could not, I didn't have the stamina. So what that gave me was this ample time to rest. And mm. I learned through that 
I call it sacred rest, actually, because I found that through that rest, my creativity and the new ideas and anchoring in what really matters to me, how do I want to invest my creativity? How do I want to move forward in the future? That stillness or that time of rest, which we could say this pause that we're having away from one another. Yeah, I'm calling it the great quiet. (laughs) Yeah, the great quiet. I love it. It's perfect. But it's that sacred rest or that great quiet is giving, you know, what is it gifting me? And it's gifting me this opportunity, gifting you, all of us, this opportunity to look into our creativity and see what is it that really fires me up? Mm -hmm. What is it that I've had on the shelf for too long that I'd like to work on? What new idea is coming to me right now? You know, is it a book that I, a new idea for a book? Mm -hmm. And I'll go back to what I said earlier in our uh, conversation, and that is let go of the way you thought it was going to be and to make mm-hmm. room for the new to come in. And during our still time, or uh, what did you call it? The great, pause? the great quiet, the great quiet <laughs> through this great quiet, you know, we're going to find new things that really wish to be taught through us or spoken mm-hmm. through us, new ideas that we haven't acted upon that mm-hmm. really aren't new ideas. Maybe they're old ideas surfacing back up. You know, one of the great things that happened, I pulled out work that I had written five years ago Oh wow! and started teaching it again. And I found that it wasn't outdated at all. I had just kind of put it on the shelf too soon. Mm. So I think that sometimes you might be looking at, you know, what have you put aside and thought, oh, this is outdated or this is my old stuff. And it's actually not Mm. your old stuff. It's just, it's being called forth now. Mm. You created it earlier, but now's the time to bring it out into the world and share it. Mm, I love that. The one thing that's popping in in my head is my dissertation. I'm like, no, I really don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to bring that out again. <laughs> you never know. There may be one sentence in it. There may be one sentence. Well, I think it wants to speak to you. You know, you never know. What, what it really don't, it's impossible to know. One of my mentors said to me, you know, Marsh, just because you created it years ago and it wasn't responded to in the way that you had seen it being responded. Mm-hmm doesn't mean that it was wrong. It Mm. means that you had to grow into it, Marsh. You had to grow into what you'd written and possibly humanity had to grow into what Mm. you'd written. So when I brought it back out and I was, you know, when I was considering what we first did the, our live stream recently, and I, I wanted to see what am I talking about? It was, I was just reminded, go pull out, go pull out your books of of material that you've already mm. written and see what's there for you that you, you really resonate with still. And that, you know, our people, our people could really benefit from right now mm. from those words. So it's not always about reinventing either. It's not about coming up with the next giant big idea that's never been spoken about. Sometimes it could be something you've already been dreaming or you've been considering, or maybe you've been developing it and you just put it over on the side for a minute. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to bring that back out too. I think creativity yeah. is such a amazing energy for us to tune into right now. And I'm going to use the word validate, meaning up-level our recognition of its value. Mm. You know, I just, yeah. uh, I think our creativity is going to come through lots of different ways. Yeah, it can be painting and yes, it can be writing, but it can also be creating a new coaching program or creating a new healing modality or creating a a new recipe book that will go out and help people raise their vibration and be able to attune to a higher Mm. level of of consciousness and expression in the world. Mm. So there's 
Lots and lots of things. You're going to write the foreword. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll say yes to that. I'll say yes. But it's beautiful to see, you know, and I'm not diminishing what what we're going through because our heart breaks open wide for those that are on the front line and friends that are, you know, in the hospitals working Mm and in um, care homes working and in just our delivery people, you know, last night I had groceries delivered that person that delivered the groceries to me so that I don't have to go out. Mm -hmm. um, My heart breaks wide open for the love that people are giving to us right now. You know, maybe we're not noticing that as much as, you know, me talking about right now makes me remember that, man, there's really a lot of love we're receiving right now, a lot of support, a lot of caring people that Mm -hmm. are making sure we stay healthy. So Yeah. yeah, I could talk a lot about creativity and the way it opens up our levels of compassion and the way yeah. it opens up our ability to express more fully who we are, what we came here to say, what we came here to be, mm-hmm. the joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel one of the gifts that I've been given is uh, our farmer's market is still open, which I'm amazed by. Yeah. We're really blessed. <laughs> we have like social distancing and we have to wear masks and they have a, they stop the amount of people that come in and I'm friends with some of the farmers. And the gratitude I feel for them showing up so that I can have healthy food. Yes. It's it's just, it's like a whole other level of appreciation I have Mm -hmm. for them. I've always appreciated them, but now it's like this, I am connected with them. I am not separate from them. I love them. I'm grateful for them. They're giving me an opportunity to have fresh vegetables. And you probably were always grateful, but I think... What for me, when the delivery man comes to my door two months ago, maybe I was grateful. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was. But I can tell you today, yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I wanted to call them and say, you know, thank you so much. You know, it really made such a difference knowing that you were there to help me Mm -hmm. get the delivery. And I think so the level of gratitude, the level of compassion, Um, You know, my level of patience has shifted. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that used to create great impatience in me. Now I'm finding that I'm developing more patience around lots of things. And I I think that's all related to gratitude and compassion. I think when we start to get expanded in those ways or let Mm -hmm. ourselves notice them is all we're really doing. We're noticing ways we can be more compassionate, Mm -hmm. ways we can be more grateful, ways we can receive love more openly. I'm also finding that my ability to hear more deeply with my partner has expanded in so many ways because I'm able to hear him on multiple levels now. Whereas before it was like, I'm just watching a reaction and then I'm like, whoa, this is, this is, this feels like it's coming from his childhood. Let me figure out what it is that he needs from me so I can respond in a way that he'll be able to hear me more effectively. That is beautiful. This is like empathy on steroids. You know, it's like <laughs> our empathy, our ability to really hear deeply yeah. under the words of what someone is, what's creating the response. Mm-hmm. Many times, sometimes a reaction, yeah. sometimes just simply a response. It's like right. understanding the willingness to understand that is so powerful. Yeah. And so it, powerful. It makes, because he was working in an office until last month. 
And so he's working at home now. So we have to up our communication skills and our listening skills if we want to have harmony. So it's like, okay, it's, you're going to be even more compassionate, more wise, more empathetic, and you're going to be more of an adult. Because that's what it's like, okay, you, you played that, that didn't work. Okay, now you're going to be a wise woman. And you're going to show up Wouldn't as a wise woman. Wouldn't it be interesting to see, okay, we know this will end. This will end. Yes. This isn't going to be the way we'll live the rest of the Correct. It will be so interesting to see how that will impact your forward movement mm-hmm. in developing community and oh, communicating yeah. on stage and, you know, just everything that is in your future mm-hmm. that's still, you know, unfolding. Yeah. Well, for all of us, the, the shifts that we're making right now, it will be so interesting mm-hmm. to notice how we've expanded into our future. Yeah. And maybe in ways that were absolutely, I will say they were absolutely essential that we stretched into those for mm-hmm. our future to become what we mm-hmm. are envisioning to be. So, yeah, that's, you know, we could talk a lot about this yeah. um, from the perspective of what good is it bringing to us? You know, what mm-hmm. this experience that we're moving through, what good is it bringing to us? And, I, you know, there were like, I don't know, when at first, when we first went into isolation, that's what I call it because it really does feel like I'm isolated. Um, mm. You know, I know it's quarantine, but it feels like I'm, you know, it does feel like I'm not so, I'm pretty social. So it doesn't, I okay. don't feel like I'm able to be. I, I love that we're talking, you yeah. know, and seeing each other. And but we're I not love hugging. that I'm able to Zoom. Thank you, God, for Zoom. But uh, when I first, you know, when we first went into this quarantine, I just kept hearing and being inspired over and over. It's like, make the most of this time. Are you making the most of this time? And it's so amazing to me that shifting from, oh my gosh, what's going on to make the most of this time, how make the most of this time opened up the flow of creative ideas Mm. and creative ways of working and creative answers, creative solutions that I could start to bring forth. It was amazing to me that just simply that little shift in mindset created an opening for good Mm. things to come through. So I'd love to encourage everyone listening and myself to remember and just what we, you know, how we frame our questions to ourselves. You know, like, what can you do to make the most of this time? Are you making the most of this time? And whatever this time means, whether it be another week or whether it mean another three months, whatever it means, mm-hmm. are you making the most of this time? And let nothing stop, stop you from making the most of this time, whatever that is. My daughter-in-law, one of my daughter-in-law said, I think I'm going to use this time to, to get my health really in good order. Mm. I'm going to really spend more time with yoga. I'm going to spend more time with meditation. I'm going to spend time, more time with my good nutrition. And I'm going to really get my, my health in order. And I thought, that's a great, good use of your time. Yeah. You know, others might be building the platform for a business or uh, writing a, a book or mm-hmm. meditating more and using this time for in, in their inner world developing a deepening relationship with their own inner self, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, I think make the most of our time. Such a powerful needed message. And it feels good, doesn't it? It It just feels right. It's just like a, it just feels good to say, I I know I'm equipped to make the most good use of my time right now. I'm equipped. Clearly I could talk for hours with you. Like, how did we go through an hour already? Wait a minute. Have we really? Oh my goodness, it's like go so fast. But I think that 
that's the message, a great message to leave us with though. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, it inspires me to remember it. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm just like all of us. It's like, I get, you know, caught in the distraction Mm -hmm. and I forget that, yeah, this is a good time to make the best use of our time. Let's go out and do that. Yeah. Maybe let's go in and do that. Or both. (laughs) Oh, Marge, I am so, so grateful to spend time with you. Oh, I'm grateful to spend time with you as well and to, to uh, have some time to really pause and have some good, good conversation. Yeah. So I'm going to ask one final question. How can people find you? The best way to find me is my name, marshingle.com, marshingle.com, also amazingwomannation.com. And I invite you to go both places. Uh, there's great, I do have a, I don't know when this is going to broadcast, but I do have a, uh, a masterclass coming up that's free of charge. I have a lot coming up that's going to be free of charge. So I would say go to marshingle.com, mm. opt in there because I will keep you posted on all the opportunities. I have a lot of new series coming up, a couple podcasts coming up, some more on online uh, live streams coming up. Mm. The Amazing Woman Nation is packed with incredible, like yourself, incredible women who are really care about your well-being and your success. I've always felt like we're an amazing community of amazing women that care about each other, mm-hmm. also care about each other's creativity and lifting our, our expression up into the world. And uh, I just, I'd love to stay in contact, marshingle.com. Thank you so, so very much. Thank you. The action item of the week is to go into meditation and ask the question, how am I making the most of this time? Make sure the answer is coming from your heart. When you are complete, tune in and find out what the next action step is that you can take to bring this into form. Then do it. That's it for the week. Until next time, I bid you the highest peace, love, and prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside In your bones, you will know Trust and let go and let it Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.